Hey, this is D-Night. This is Carol. This is Ty. And you're listening to the Part of the Insurrection podcast. And this episode of Part of the Insurrection is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles. If you were wondering if there was a way for you to get an incredible night of sleep while also staying woke AF, you can do that by purchasing some wonderful bedding and sheets from Sheets and Giggles. Uh, we we hear they're supposedly incredibly soft, but Colin, the CEO of Sheets and Giggles, has failed to send us our sheets yet. So you just have to take his word for it. Um <laughs> So the thing is, because Trump has such a massive control over their base, like Republicans, they want to keep the approval of the base over which he has control. But he also is the reason why they continue to lose in elections in 2020 presidential election and the 2022 midterms. And, And of course, they're considering that if he's the nominee in 2024, that he'll just tank their chances there as well. But they don't want they don't want to be the ones to take Trump out themselves. Right. They don't want to do the hard work. They want someone else to do the dirty work for them. So like the the ideal scenario for them is Trump's indicted. He loses trial. Uh, he loses the 2024 Republican nomination. And then they get to run a campaign based on the grievance of what was done to Trump, but have a 2024 presidential candidate that doesn't have the baggage. So that's that's the ideal scenario for them. But but again, to be clear, the same shitty agenda. Oh, yes. They definitely want the Trump policies just without the Trump baggage. Right. Yes. It's like when you break up with your ex and you want someone just as hot as they were, but not as crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And and, And then you realize you keep ending up with the wrong person because you never change what you're looking for. Yeah, the problem is, is, is not your ex or your new boo. It's you. You're the common denominator there. You're Um, the common denominator. You you make bad decisions. You have terrible taste. You terrible taste in presidential candidates. Um, (laughs) And again, look, this one only happened. This one only happened. Because I made some bad choices. Wait, what'd you say? You you, you (laughs) had bad taste in zaddies? Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) <laughs> well i have zero taste in zaddies because you know <laughs> i like milfs <laughs> so i saw a little meme that says congratulations to donald trump for finally winning a popular vote <laughs> <laughs> wait was that me because i think i was gonna tweet that <laughs> You were going to tweet it? I, I don't know if I did or not. I tweeted so much. I can't remember what I tweeted. Or oh, not. wait. It says it was Quentin Tarantino, but it, it's just a picture. It looks like a screenshot. Did Quentin Tarantino steal your tweet? Go see if you tweeted it. I don't even know if I tweeted it. Yeah, I was going to tweet for the first time in Donald Trump's life. He finally won a popular vote, except it was with a grand jury. I, I guess I didn't get that out there. <laughs> Quentin beat you. Or stole it from someone else before you could posted it. That's okay. He can have it. I'm sure. Look, that was that's one of the tweets. I'm sure like a hundred thousand people tweeted that same. Yeah, a lot shit. of people think of the same joke. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, independently. Something, 
Yeah, something as massive as this, like we're all there's like only so many possible plot lines for a good joke with this shit. Like I'm I'm sure everyone's going to stumble on some form or fashion uh of a you know similar thought. But yeah, um I think I got one on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone, <laughs> someone. What does somebody like text you or message you or what? No, no. I was just one of them is uh yes, Trump will be tried as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I like I saw that speech. I like that. <laughs> that was so good. Oh man, look, I, I'm so looking for look, if you can't tell, we're all bubbling with joy over here. I'm so looking forward to the unsealing of this indictment next week so we can talk about the particulars. Of, oh, of the criminal charges off. yeah oh man i can't wait it's gonna be fun times but yeah i'm assuming at this point what we have going on in the republican party is uh you you basically have three groups of people um again it, you know i'm sure most of the okay first of all what you have is like the people who want trump gone for whatever reason Right. But they, they're, they're never going to come forward and say they want Trump gone. These are the quiet motherfuckers right now. These are the people who are like, oh, Trump's indicted. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to come out and condemn him, but I'm not going to come out and defend him either. You know, these are the Mitch McConnell, the Mitch McConnell's of the Republican world. Right. Uh, next in line, you have the, the Ron DeSantis peoples. Uh, the people who want Trump out of the way for their own personal political gain. You know, they 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 need Trump out of the way so they can try and fill the void as far as the power vacuum is concerned. And then, of course, the third group of people, there's like the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world, like the the people who will go to bat for Trump uh, no matter what kind of criminal jeopardy he's in because they they're playing to the base. Um, of course, there is no group of Republicans who actually believe Trump is innocent and worthy of <laughs> of, of of an, an actual legitimate. None of them are claiming that he's innocent. No, that... <laughs> that's, that's not that's not the dialogue. They're just like, this is this is political. It's political. This is a bullshit. That's if they can come after perfect. him, they can come after me. I mean, any of us. Yeah, literally, <laughs> not literally none of them. There's no Republican in elected office claiming that Trump is innocent of of committing a crime. Carol, because so I'm very disturbed right now. <laughs> it's a it's a shaker. I oh. thought oh, when you were, I swear to God, Carol it made like a little whale, and I thought the blue it's a was little whale. Carol has a well-shaped uh, mixer of which she she used to make a frozen. Was that a frozen margarita? No, it's on the rocks, and I made two two margaritas worth because I thought we were gonna get lit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, this a, this Asin A C Y N. We all know that at Asin. Yeah. Oh, that's my guy. My my favorite of the yeah, inter- how, well, how does how do you pronounce his uh, name? I actually don't know how. You don't it's because it's on Twitter. But I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he is my favorite of the internet hooligans. He actually made me an honorary internet hooligan when we all thought Twitter was going to end, <laughs> and he finally followed me back. So yeah, I myself Aww, on the back. That's here. very nice. But that's I see my this, guy. T- this this quote tweet. 
I know he's being quote tweeted. Eric Trump. I went into literally CVS yesterday and you can't buy Tylenol because it's locked behind these glass counters. But yet their attention is going after Donald Trump. What? What in the stupid (laughs) fucking unrelated? He obviously has never been to fucking Compton because you can't get no. I I went literally, literally, literally into the CVS. That shit is behind the glass. I had to go literally into CVS. Y'all have problems. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Literally CVS. Ew. Ew. Like for real, that motherfucker ain't never been to the hood, apparently. Because I always I stay with getting somebody to come and unlock the door or unlock the fucking thing so I can get some mascara or Well, mascara too. The only ones at the at the white neighborhoods we have uh I think like condoms, maybe. No, not even (laughs) razor blade cartridges. Are behind glass. Okay, that's interesting. That's that's privilege. That is privilege. When you fix your mouth to say to type that shit out loud, that tells me everything I need to fucking know about you. You type that shit out loud. Fuck you. Fuck you. I think it's I think he said it. This is a a quote for I'm not playing the the clip that accompanies this, but I assume it's a fucking double. Saying it out loud. Fuck I just you. and I also love that like this is like the worst part of his life. It's like I had to go to CVS and I had to ask, I had to wait and ask someone to get me Tylenol. I was treated like how someone who lives in a black neighborhood is treated, and I will not tolerate this. And why are they talking about that? Why are they talking about Donald Trump instead of the one time my privilege didn't help me get Tylenol faster? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh, what I should changing? stop reading Twitter. Mine's a margarita. No, margarita Twitter, on the rocks. Twitter is fine. Um, give me, give me, give me some. I want it. Oh, I think I just spilled some on my computer. Carol is trying to. <laughs> Carol is trying to pour margarita into Ty's mouth through the computer screen. For those out, out work there computer. wondering, who was. What what is going on here? Um, yeah, we've we've clearly already had too much to drink, <laughs> and it's still early. <laughs> Literally CVS. Oh my god! Yeah, I was just enjoying watching video of Lindsey Graham crying on national television. Oh, I want to because his boo is going to jail. I want it. Where's that video? He's ha- he would be happy that that guy's going to jail. He's just crying about how much he's destroyed his own life, you know, when he made that prophecy and then yeah. stuck by as it happened and, and anchored himself to it. Well, wait, the prophecy <laughs> specifically being if we nominate Trump, we will get destroyed. <laughs> and we will deserve it. And we will deserve it, yes. <laughs> and this is a separate context, but he said, and I want you to quote me on that. <laughs> and we fucking have dude. that is one of the most famous <laughs> tweets on the internet like that one will live on in infamy forever oh man it's so good yeah i, I can't forget it uh, it it's it's incredible how accurately it was that Lindsey graham predicted the future there and now he has to cry into his fox news microphone three times a week 
Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Lady lands her fucking smelling salts and fainting couch. Because that's where that bitch is headed. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish he would just come out of the closet already. It would make all of us so much happier in life. So much more simple. Nah, man. I don't want these these horrible motherfuckers being representative of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Right, like I, I, I'm out on that. Like George Santos being like, you know, I, I still don't know how gay he actually is, even though we have video of him dressing up as a drag queen. Oh, he is all oh, the fucking way flame. Yeah, but, but I'd rather, it, I'd rather he be straight because he was not accepted. He did not win. Fucking, you know. The whole of the year, whatever, of that he was trying to do with his platform, but he's latching himself onto the Republican Party because he failed to fucking like what he wanted. Like you can see him, Kitar Vavache, being out in the scene, going, he wanted to be in the scene. He wanted to be known. He wanted to be famous. It didn't fucking happen. Because well, and then when he got to politics, like only one of the parties um, stands for abject hypocrisy, and the other one calls you on your shit. So like he's like, all right, well these guys don't give a shit that I'm a sociopath. Yeah, can- hang out with them. You can really only be a successful lying ass grifter in one of the two parties. So, you know, of course, he was kind of boxed in there. That's that's I imagine that's how he ended up as a Republican. I also imagine that's how Lindsey Graham ended up as a Republican. So there you go. Yep. Oh, Lady G has been a Republican for like 30 fucking years. This bitch is entrenched and she's an old Southern, old Southern hoe. Like I'm literally my favorite midnight in the garden of good and evil. That's Lady G. She could be fucking the starring character in that movie. I mean, I'm usually fond of old Southern hoes. This is like the one case in which I'll make an exception. Um, all right, let's let's get back to the insanity of of 2016. Donald Trump literally committing crimes in order to win the 26 uh, 2016 election as he's having uh, you know a crowd of his supporters yell, "Lock her up." And this is only the crimes that he's been indicted for so far. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not forget, shall we? Again, and Ty, you pointed this out earlier that also in 2016, uh, he was under investigation for, you know, basically uh, conspiring with Russia to get their help to win the 2016 election. And he evaded criminal charges in that particular instance, one, because he had the immunity of of being a sitting president, you know, DOJ, having that unfortunate memo about not charging and or not indicting a sitting president. But but also himself is as well as all of his um, cohorts obstructing that investigation and, and facing no consequences. So yeah, he was he was involved in multiple criminal conspiracies to influence the 2016 election. At least he's at least he got indicted for one of them. Yes. And it'll keep him busy 
um, until he gets indicted for something else. At least, at least. I mean, I don't think that the trials will <laughs> be by. So would you say he's a flight risk? Because personally, <laughs> I don't think he's the sort of fella who should be out on bail. But, you know, um, I don't would, think- would, would the words like threat to national security, uh, flight risk... <laughs> likely to incite <laughs> violence do you think any of those considerations would weigh into a bail hearing d your thoughts as you, you may or may not be aware given that you live in new york new york has undergone some some bail reform here in the 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 recent past uh, i don't actually I'm think i'm a dirty liberal so i'm supposed to support that <laughs> 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 I too am a dirty liter- liberal and, and generally I do support some of the bail reforms that have taken place in, in New York here. But uh, I, I do think one of the things the judge will consider is not whether, well, I mean, you know, it's entirely possible that they would consider Trump to be, uh, you know, a threat to public safety if he had engaged in violence himself personally um i don't know if if threatening to inside violence will will actually be considered uh also i don't think trump is necessarily a flight risk until this trial is going to take place so if as long as he turns himself in um to be arraigned by the manhattan da within a reasonable carol what are you doing Um, (laughs) i'm drunk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, as long as he turns himself in to to Bragg's custody within a reasonable time frame to be arraigned, I'm pretty sure his 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 hearing that they won't consider him to be a flight risk. I mean, for God's sake, he's running for he's running for president in 2024. You kind of have to do that from fucking America. That motherfucker ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he seems to. I mean, he can't afford it. But no, the rubes keep sending him the money. I mean, oh, how much man. has he raised since that he announced that he was going to be arrested last Tuesday? Well, since his announcement that he would be arrested last Tuesday, he did raise a couple million dollars, you know, maybe two, two and a half million dollars. Uh, upon the announcement, counting last pod, uh, <laughs> upon the announcement of his indictment today. Uh, it, he they sent out the fundraising emails. There's no telling the amount of money he raised. But again, look, if you would like to know the differences between his fundraising apparatus in in this particular instance, you, uh, you know, uh, the announcement of his di- indictment um, versus the amount of money he fundraised after losing the 2020 election by claiming it was rigged. The difference is night and day. He basically walked away with 150. What are you doing? He basically walked away with 150 million dollars after losing the election in 2020, running on the false claim that he lost the erection. Erection. Good God, I keep. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Please, Carol, stop. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, good God! Um, I was showing D the the gap in my teeth. Yeah. Look at that sexy uh, implant. You can see it. I got implants, guys. It's an audio medium, Carol. They can't see any fucking thing I that you're talking, talking about right now. I'm talking to you. 
People are listening to this. The joke is that I got a dental implant and I said I got implants and you guys thought I meant my boobs. (laughs) Not you and Ty. You can see that my boobs are still small or you can't because I'm wearing this black shirt and it's kind of just like a. I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Where was I? It was something important. Something about Trump has indicted. (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. Who cares? All right. Wait, the host has disabled. I die in jail, yada, yada, right, yada. On to oh. more important news. Gwyneth Paltrow oh. won in her ski Wait. trial today. <laughs> Is that a real trial? I swear to God, I thought it was a like, Saturday Night Live skit. Like, no. I thought it was parody. No, like, that, was, that was some real shit. It actually happened. It's real? Yeah. He, 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 yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, last week, I was like, what the fuck is this? What is, is, who is this on trial for skiing? It's like, that's insane. And, you know, she, she won today. She came out victorious. Uh, the jury found her not responsible for oh, the. Hold on. I just, I just peed a little when I coughed. So gonna... <laughs> <laughs> she could have not mentioned it. We can't see her at all, despite her video being on, but she, has integrity as a journalist. So she told us the truth and the whole truth, even though we didn't ask or want to know. We appreciate your journalistic integrity, Ty. Are you wearing panties? I think she's not. She just has a robe on. Thank you for watering the desert. I just had a birth a little bit. Are we in the bathroom now? Yeah, I am. I'm sitting on the toilet. Okay, so... No, and pardon Ty's bodily functions. <laughs> we may have reached that critical mass where where the alcohol stops making you charming and makes you incoherent, and that's where I am now. <laughs> so my my closing thoughts. No, just kidding. Um. Uh, I mean, first of all, I think we normally do a shithole of the week award. Before we get to our closing thoughts, the week. Okay, and we have a nomination. And just to remind you of the rules of the show is that of this particular segment is that it cannot be Ron DeSantis every week. So, yeah, with that in mind, Trump. Trump Once once you win the the award twice, you're forbidden (laughs) from like. It's like Jeopardy, like you can only be the champion so many times. Oh, I have a shithole. Oh, I have a shithole. Do you? You're no. you're you're governor now. You're 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 elected official. You're congressional rep. You're gonna totally agree with me on this one. You're gonna totally agree with me on this one. Oh wait, you guys want me to see it now? Is this, <laughs> is this a segment? Yeah, we clear. Okay, we clear the we clear the yes. run, runway for you, Ty. Can you can you land the plane like Rod Rosenstein? My shit hole of the week nominee is North Dakota's state senator who said it's not the responsibility of the North Dakota to feed to them children. damn kids. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That fucker gets my goddamn death. Okay, so I'm going to have to nominate uh, the congressman from, or the the state representative, is a state representative from from Tennessee who said we're not going to be able to stop the the mass shootings and um, 
his solution to protect his own child was to homeschool them and, and sent out the Christmas cards with the guns on it and said that wasn't in poor taste at all. And he does, he regrets nothing. That's my nominee. I, I, the, it's a tough one for me, Ty. Your guy's also a fucking sleazebag. Wow, there's so many oh. of them. Well, I was going to nominate my That's- my actual governor here in Tennessee, Bill Lee. Um, oh, not, shit. Not, not only did... <laughs> Not only did a couple of children die at the shooting at the Covenant School, but also um, his wife's actual friends were murdered, were massacred in that shooting. Um, and his response to oh, said shooting was was not to find a way to make sure this never happens again, uh, but to ask people for their thoughts and prayers. So, oh damn, we I feel like we have a three way tie. Well, I do Jeez. normally love three ways, but this is the one case in which I'll take exception to that. I feel like we have a three-way tie because every one of them is deserving for the fucking shithole week award. All right. Well, I mean, look, I guess we'll have our first ever three-way tie for shithole the week award. Between um, <laughs> three guys, at least two of whose names we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Governor let's Bill- just make one conglomerate shithole Republican state level person who has anti-trans or otherwise intolerant and abhorrent views and is getting children killed. Great. And and also, even if they live, they won't feed them, so they'll eventually die from starvation. Congratulations, you three Republican oh, shitholes. You are hereby awarded the shithole of the week award. <laughs> okay. Shithole of the week. But we're going to keep the trophy because they don't deserve it. Absolutely. Okay, kids, you know the routine here. Closing thoughts. Ty, do you have any? Closing thoughts, you anything you'd like to get off your chest? You know what? Like since meeting with Esther Bash, it just reinforced in me. Okay. Well why, wait, before you continue, oh, give give the audience some context. Esther Bash okay. uh Holocaust survivor. Esther Bash is the ninety-four year old Auschwitz survivor. She was taken to Auschwitz on her sixteenth birthday and was on the death march when she was liberated by U.S. soldiers. Though my grandfather was not on that watch, he served overseas in World War II. So um, meeting her was one of the highlights of my life. And I just broke down in tears. And she looked at me and she said, Hitler is six feet under hell. But I'm here. I won. That will stay with me. Like, I can't. That's some real shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. She's so fucking gangster. Like, I I fucking love that. She's like, but I, I'm still here. Like, Man, that's such a great perspective. Yeah. Kind of like quells my anxiety for now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Briefly. Damn. Yeah. yeah, Carol, was, I mean, I know you weren't around at the time, but you're Jewish, so I'm sure you probably share that same sentiment. I mean, yeah, but I guess I haven't had, like, I obviously haven't had the same life experiences that would lead me to have, like, such a refined perspective. And, and I mean, nor have um, I, but fuck Hitler. 
Like that's not. Well, hard. yeah, that part I can un- <laughs> that part I can get, but I'm just. I guess like some of those concepts are just hitting me. Like, yeah. I, I like I pre- I'm moved by the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. Like it was gotta carry so- on. And here I am, and I was like, "It's such an honor to meet you." And she's like, "No, it's my honor." Like <laughs> humility, and oh my god, like I'm already like I'm tearing up right now. But it was so incredibly amazing, and she just grabbed me and hugged me, and I just cried into her shoulders. And then that was what she said about Hitler, like, like basically. Don't feel sorry for me because I'm still here, you know? Yeah. But even like later, I was like getting in line because I wanted to get a picture of um her daughter found out um one of the men who liberated her. And she had a picture of him and I was trying to get it. And she saw me when I was getting in the line and then she just because I met her like when we her interview was like before in the area um and she put her hand out to me like and she was just smiling like come here come here and it was so incredibly amazing um, just to be in her presence her heart and her spirit was says I can't forget but I can forgive it was I don't know it was it was amazing I just want to say that's why I fight I fight for Esther I fight for my son because the Holocaust survivors they're dying you know they're older they're and we need to stay vigilant and continue to carry the torch and tell their stories because it is so important. So important. Oh, Ty. <laughs> no. This is the one, one of the downsides about remote podcasting is that we don't get to hug each other at moments <laughs> like this. <laughs> also, the sound quality issues. Yeah, thanks for lightening the mood there, Carol. That. <laughs> good, good looking. Yes, would have next yeah. time tell Esther we're coming too. Um, yes. Yeah, now nice... we're fucking disappointed we didn't get to meet her. Like, way to hog Esther for yourself. <laughs> Maybe she'll invite us for uh, for a seder. Um, I'm gonna. I'm still harping on the same thing as my last um, final thoughts which is that the Wisconsin Supreme Court election is next Tuesday, April 4th. Um, it's a big one. It's it's just as important as it was last week and the week before when it was my closing thought. Vote <laughs> 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 for Janet. Polish last name. Something or wits with the P. Prusiewicz. Yeah. Purse. I'm sorry. We would like to get a chief Poland consultant to come out once and tell us how to pronounce that name. Okay, um, Ty. Me and, <laughs> if me and you mispronounce her name, it's 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 not great. But like Carol, since you're Jewish, like, did you get a pass for not being able 
I don't know. I should be able to pronounce it because I studied linguistics, but we never like focused on Polish. And I'm not seeing it. I can look at I can look at the international phonetic alphabet and try to figure it out. Yeah, good luck. But, uh, no, look, you're absolutely right. Like we're we're making jokes, but like this is literally democracy on the ballot uh, for Wisconsin as a state, and entirely it's entirely possible that that this could affect the United States as a whole in the 2024 election. Like literally, this Supreme Court will have the ability in in 2024. Uh, to, you know, uh, I, assuming that it's anything like 2020, they'll have the ability to throw out thousands of votes, which could literally swing the, uh, um, the popular vote in Wisconsin, which could swing the popular vote for the, the press or rather the electoral college vote for the president. So, yeah. So I'm going to go with, again, I have now looking at it, we're going to go with, Janet Protashewicz, but Protashewicz. Man, people are cutting the podcast off in mass, <laughs> promising to never turn this Look, shit back on. They have to. Like, They're going to go and vote. For can't her. even get her fucking name right. Look, okay. Unless they're Polish, they're probably also looking at this name and not knowing how to pronounce it. We live okay. on Twitter. We live online. You, I asked you about another pronunciation earlier, and you're like, I've never thought about how to pronounce that because we live in a world of written word and reading comprehension. So I'm just going to read the name out loud to to our our five listeners so they can find her on the ballot. It's P R. <laughs> excuse me, Ty. P R O T A S I E W I C Z. Great, Janet. You know how to spell that one, probably. And if you oh. don't, it'll be the, it's the lady. Vote for the lady. The woman. Janet P. Janet P. Janet P for Supreme C. Janet. Yeah, not not P for the thing Lauren Boebert was obsessed with in a congressional hearing the other day. Not that kind of P, like the letter P. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Don't put that in my head. I'm sorry. I don't want to think about that. Well, you know, look, she's she she's was fair, she was fairly obsessed horrible. with the idea of like a, a public urination, and I'm assuming that's because what was it? Her husband was 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 caught exposing his penis to young children at a bowling alley of some sort in the past. Um, anyway, as for wasn't Michael, she one of those children? <laughs> yes, <laughs> she was. Yes. Yes. Go on. <laughs> I met my husband the old-fashioned way on OkCupid. <laughs> I wasn't enough he of a hopeless romantic to wait. I wasn't enough of a hopeless stuff. romantic to wait outside a bowling alley to see if anyone <laughs> exposed their penis to me. You were so young and naive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any closing thoughts? All right. My yeah. One last thing. Right. Um, I guess where I would like to start is the idea that consequences were inevitable. Um, there's no way that someone could reach such a high profile position like president of the United States while continuing on a massive, endless decades long crime spree without eventually facing some potential consequences. Now I, I guess we're 
We're largely in this position where Trump is the first president to be facing a criminal indictment, not because Trump is necessarily the first criminal president, but because uh, the last president to be facing such dire circumstances was pardoned by his successor. So, you know, if Trump wants to gripe about how this is a witch hunt and, you know, he should be the first president to be indicted, uh, he shouldn't be mad at Alvin Bragg. He should be mad at Gerald fucking Ford. I don't know. Like blame him. If we, we would be in a situation now where presidents didn't feel that they had, um, the authority to do whatever it was they thought was in their best interest while in office, whether that be legal or not. If, if Richard Nixon had faced consequences for the crimes he committed, you know, 40, wait, 50, years ago i I forgot what year it is <laughs> math is hard um 60 years by now 60 <laughs> between 50 and 60 what is this 23 i mean yeah i guess it's been 50 years uh more importantly the 70s oh, working now. uh yeah m- more importantly um it, because nixon because Nixon didn't have to face any consequences for his behavior, uh, that led to a endless spree of crimes committed by Republican presidents from Ronald Reagan to George Bush to now former president Donald Trump. It appears that uh, should Donald Trump face consequences for his criminal behavior, maybe that will be an important deterrent for Republican presidents in the future. I guess we'll get to see. And, and, and you can say that, Hey, you know, uh, Donald Trump isn't in jail. He hasn't been convicted. Yeah. That's, that's totally fair. There's still time on the clock. There's the, the possibility that the, that will happen. But I guess another way to look at it is, um, you know, given the circumstances with Trump calling for, Massive protests and and potential potential incitement of violence, uh, seeing that not come to fruition, even though he's been indicted here. I mean, one can only assume that the reason why his supporters haven't stepped up to the plate to come to his defense is because while he hasn't been held accountable for January six, uh, his followers who stormed the Capitol on that day. Um, have been held accountable and a number of them are currently on trial as we speak. And because they face consequences, maybe it, it, it hasn't completely solved the problem. Of course we haven't, you know, we, uh, the people who plan the insurrection on one six haven't been held accountable because the people on yet. The, yet, but because the people on the ground were, held accountable for their actions on that day. Uh, Trump supporters are now weary of engaging in behavior uh, that would, that would mimic the actions that they took on. That would constitute fucking around. Right. Because they found out. um, Yeah. Then they don't want to find out anymore. So with that said, consequences, (laughs) consequences actually matter. Deterrence Mm -hmm. work, rule of law. It's very important that we uphold our principles and, and hold people accountable for the actions that they take to damage this country. And and this is the first step in that. And if uh, the January 6th 
insurrection is facing consequences are are impacting what's happening today, uh, then the consequences Trump is facing for his actions will impact what what happens with with our politicians in the future. And that concludes this episode of Part of the Insurrection.